I'll, I'll, I'll be with you shortly. Okay. All right. Welcome everybody to the Beards and Bros podcast. We're back. <laughs> I got into my gummy bears. Oh, uh, see. Okay. See, so, we just needed to be recording in order for that to work for you. So. yeah yeah they're not special gummies those aren't legal here how do you know (laughs) i just got back from tennessee buddy you don't know what's legal in tennessee right (laughs) i was watching a video the other day on on our i know that was what you sent the video you sent with the dog that got into the the gummy dude he was high as shit Man, was he high as shit. Like, he was just he was like loving life. And, like, head was all droopy. He looked like Snoop. <laughs> Snoop would have been like proud. <laughs> yeah, Snoop would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's been a few weeks since we have, uh, we've recorded. We've had, so, we've had a lot going on. I mean, I sold my house, moved, helped other people move. Uh, you've got wedding stuff going on for Addy. You got, you know, not to mention work. You went on a trip. Went on vacation, went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and right. bought a, enough moonshine that they gave, gave me a free General Lee to bring it home with. <laughs> right. Dude, I got, I have, I have 27 bottle or 22. I, that was a good guess on my hand then. Cause I was looking at the video and I'm like, oh, that's gotta be like 20 something bottles. <laughs> 22, 22 bottles. Yeah. And yeah. You got enough alcohol to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Holly (laughs) asked, when are we going? So, you know, we, we, um, I think we're interested if, if there's ever a a return trip. Dude, it was beautiful down there. Not to get off, off of our subject today, but that place was the cleanest place I've ever been on vacation. Yeah. It was also the most relaxed I've been on vacation. It was also the most alcohol I drank while on vacation. <laughs> no, Vegas was bad. Um, but it was just a it it was a older crowd. Yeah. Um, no hooting, hollering, anything like that. And that's why I make me sound old and I, I don't give a shit. I am old. A little bit. <laughs> um but thanks to me. Uh no. <laughs> um it was just an older crowd so the way that i explained it to people is i thought it was going to be the opposite of what it was um because we stayed in pigeon forge we were only 10 minutes away from gatlinburg from where we were at in pigeon forge you you've been in myrtle beach yep uh or ocean city ocean city City, i've been to like yeah and uh, and obx obviously but so you know the strand driving into ocean city it has like all the mini golf and you know the souvenir shops and everything yep that is pigeon forge okay that is pigeon forge 100 gatlinburg is a town that just happens to be gatlinburg yeah like you park at one end and you walk you can walk the whole way to the other end it's not that far it's only about a mile okay you know from one end to the other um like we went to Blake Shelton's. Here's the thing: we went to Blake Shelton's restaurant, and then we'll we'll get on our subject here. Um, I got a I got a burger mm-hmm. and fries. Megan got a burger and fries. I had 
like a moonshine drink and then I think three bottles of Yingling. Megan had two mixed drinks. Now you would think in a quote quote tourist town like Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. how much do you think we paid for that entire meal? Mm, well, hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. Fifty-one dollars. Wow. It's cheaper to eat there than it is to eat here. Right. Like when she told me it was fifty-two bucks, I went, Oh ma'am, I'm sorry. I was like, I think you only got one of us. And she's yeah. like, No, that's for both of you. And I'm like, Really? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're going to get a good tip. Yeah, she did get a good tip. But then we ate at like Jason Aldean's place, and I had, um, had some kind of of like pulled pork, whatever sandwich with fries and a salad, and then she had the chicken mac and cheese. Um, I had a couple beers there. She had a couple drinks, and it was sixty four dollars. Like crazy that the the prices weren't through the roof. Like we ate at a couple different places. It was cheap as shit. Right. Um, but yeah, man, if you if you go down there, you need to have a strong talk with your liver. Cause <laughs> <laughs> we drank at the one place, and then I swear to God, I'll shut up. The one place we drank at, they had a cannabis infused moonshine cream. I hope my employer's not listening because they drug test me. Uh, <laughs> so they poured it in this little shot glass and I'm like, oh, I'll try it. You know, I took a sip on it. Buddy, sure as shit. It was weed. Yeah. I mean, it was weed. And I was like, well, yeah, there it is. Yep. You eat, I, can, I can taste that. Yep. <laughs> so, but yeah, buddy, if you like, if you like moonshine or you like liquor or anything like that, whiskey, that is a place to go because they got me right. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I know they got distilleries all over the place. They have moonshines all over the place down there. Um, the moonshine is phenomenal. Um, and it's cheap, man. Like we stayed from Tuesday to Saturday. It was 300 bucks. That's really good. You know? And the thing is, you're not staying in your room. Right. You know? And then there was a car show going on. There was all kind of antique cars and oh yeah. Yeah, well, you guys are coming out with us tomorrow, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk about tomorrow. Cool. But, I mean, it's a beautiful place. If you if you have ever, anybody listening, if you've ever thought of going to Gatlinburg or Pigeon Forge down that way, go. Go. The place is immaculate. It is beautiful, uh, clean. They do have a 9.5% sales tax. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. They don't have property tax. Oh. No property tax. Well, that's and then Bucky's, nice. Bucky's, the the convenience, oh, yes. convenience store. <laughs> yeah, people are like, "Oh, I love Sheets food. Oh, I love Rudder's food. Oh, I love Wawa." And Bucky's like, "Fuck yeah. you!" <laughs> Did they have like the big case of beef jerky? Yes, for thirty one ninety nine a pound. Yeah, you know oh, how yeah, much I beef jerky I came home with. But it... <laughs> I came home with no beef jerky. Right. <laughs> I saved money and bought moonshine. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But 30, I, 31.99 a pound. I was like, it better come with the rest of the cow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not cheap, but it was no, it had they had not. all kinds of different ones. And then they had like their I, oh, I yeah, they had, had like a brisket sandwich while I was there. <laughs> Dude, I got I got it was 
smoked turkey, pulled pork, and smoked sausage sandwich. Mm. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like their food is phenomenal. Yeah. Like sheets, you are losing. Okay. If Bucky's decides to come up here, you have lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> what did they have? Like uh I know the one in Texas that I was in, it was a hundred different gas tanks or gas you know, pumps. 115. 115. There you go. 115 at this yeah. one. Yep. And then the bathroom was nuts. Pump. I don't know if you use the bathroom while you're in there, but it's like marble. I did not. And they had oh, paintings geez. for sale in there. <laughs> like art. It wasn't it wasn't like, you know, somebody who drew on a wall. It was legit art. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy this one. I think I peed on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of little I did not use the bathroom there. Now I'm kinda now I'm kinda bummed that I didn't piss at yeah. Bucky's. Well know? now you know now you have to, you know, before when when you go the next I, time. That's again. How I long did it take it for to the get nine the, hour drive? How what was it? Nine hours. Now, that's not too bad. Not too no. Well, here's the thing though, too. Like from here, you go into Breezewood, you grab 71. Yeah. From 71, you grab 81. You're on 81 for 468 miles. Yeah. You turn off, you turn off nowhere. There isn't even a well, you got to make a left here to stay on 81. No, it is straight through. And yeah. then at 81, when you get to Tennessee, you jump on Route 66 and it takes you right in. There you go. Like there was no turning once I got on 70 or 81. No turns. Just stay on this road until you feel like you've gone too far and then drive another 400 mile. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's no worse than OBX. That's, you know, yeah. I did that. Yeah. I got up and went and left early and was there by, you know, by the time the, you know, evening hit. But yeah. Yeah. It is beautiful down there. Yeah. all right well you so, know we want to thank our sponsor gatlingburg <laughs> gatlingburg pigeon forge and old yeah. smoky moonshine uh just remember the beards yeah. and bros podcast everybody you can send us some some shine and and some uh some some vouchers for free night stay maybe i don't know we have bucky's hit us up <laughs> bucky's i'm looking at you buddy because right. <laughs> you you have a fan yeah, I will fangirl out for you. I'm serious. I have That's a t-shirt. It. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's that time again for the Beards and Bros podcast. Help us out and give us a share in your favorite social media outlets. Shout it from the rooftops. Have a plane fly a banner for us or just send a text message. Enjoy the show, and here's your host, Jude and Tim. All right, let's let's get to it. Um, our last episode, we talked about doing an NFL preview thing, and time got away from us. Things got in the way. Um, so we're still going to do that, and uh, we were going to do this big draft, uh, like a fantasy draft with a bunch of our listeners and people we know, and maybe we didn't follow through with that as well as we could have. <laughs> so yeah, we are going to do that. <laughs> it's going to be beard versus bro. There you go. There you go. Team. Well, that's, we'll have to switch up the names. We'll just have to switch them to team beard yep. team bro. Um, so it'll just be Jude and I, and it's, it's going to be based off the whole season. And whoever has the most points of the whole season, then that's who wins. And I don't know. I have this this fun little trophy. We can do it every year. And I, I have a I have one I can 
uh, I'll just donate to it and uh, we'll we'll switch we'll switch off and on. It'll be fun. We Maybe next that. year then we can get more people involved once they see this all. Here, let me get the trophy real quick. All right, let's get the trophy. Let's see this trophy. Now this is this is vintage. <laughs> vintage by Holly. I don't think you'll be able to see it. Let me take off my my background. Nope, that's not it. What? Nope, that didn't work either. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. So there we go. Vintage. We can maybe even, you know, if I can get, we can get Holly a cricket or something, or we can ask Matt, Megan to do it. We can put a little thing there or yep, something. Well, you do that. Middle, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, but I want it. It'll be fun. So this will be the inaugural, just between you and I, and then we'll yep. um, hopefully we'll we'll get some interest. We'll get better next year at recruiting go. for it. You know. <laughs> You know what? I thought Rob would have jumped in on this, but I think Rob's working. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll get him in next year. We'll get him in next. Yeah, year. we'll get him in next year. We'll figure out when everybody's free, and we'll do her up. Yeah. Absolutely. So today we'll just stick to talking about the first week of the NFL, what our expectations are. Clearly, we're both Steeler fans, so we're going to talk about that as much as it might hurt. And then <laughs> I bet you Aaron Rodgers was expecting to play week two. And he didn't even play week one for right. more than five minutes. Right. We do have our live draft at nine o'clock. And then after that, well, during that, we can talk, but you know, it'll go, it should go pretty quickly. The The fun part about just, yeah, but just you nine, and me, yeah, yeah, we'll have, we'll have the, you know, top pick of whoever we want as a, you know, free agent, except for, you know, our keepers that we have on our team. So, <laughs> right, right. It'd be right. interesting, but <laughs> Um, so I'll be honest with you. I was super excited about this NFL season. I was like, man, I can't wait for football and, you know, watch that first game and Kansas city gets upset home by Detroit. By and I'm like, Detroit. Wow. you know, Super Bowl hangover, yeah. right? That's by Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. And, th- yeah. and they kept saying like how good these guys are going to be. And I'm like, get out of town. But they, I watched that team and they were pretty solid. No, Steven, no, no, Kelsey, no, Kelsey, no, Kelsey. And that is exactly. And then the, uh, the big defensive Jones. guy, Jones, Chris Jones. Yeah. Is out he, Cause he was yeah. holding out for his contract, which they finally signed him. Right. But my thing is with that is even as a Steeler fan, you know, people go, well, without TJ Watt, we suck. And then, you know, whenever Paul Amalu retire, well, without Paul Amalu, we suck. And it's like, here's the thing. One guy does make a difference, but shouldn't make that big of a difference. And Jones is a defensive lineman. Right. So it's not even like, and they beat them in the air. Like, it it was that nuts touchdown that Mm -hmm. that, um, Graham, Graham Wilson, Graham Wilson. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, no Kelsey. I, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Like you, 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 I agree, right? It's just one player. Why should one player make a difference? These, these players are difference makers. That's the problem. Is that guys like T.J. Right. Watt or Chris Jones find ways to get to the quarterback and disrupt things, 
And, you know, even in, even in this past weekend, which we'll talk about the game, Watt had three sacks, you know, and, and, but we still couldn't, we lost Cam Hayward and there went our middle of our defense, you know, and on the line, which usually takes up a blocker or two so that other, you know, our middle linebackers or our, um, or like high Smith can get loose and, and, you know, maybe cover a runner, but it's a a respect thing though. You have to respect the player, right? You know, if, if you have a player that's, that is of the caliber of Kelsey or, or Hayward or Watt. Yeah. Like you got to respect that player because you know how good they are. Mm-hmm. If they're not on the field, guess what? That changes everything. Right. And, and it, and it did for Kansas city, Kansas city, like the guy hit their one receiver, man, he got bricks for hands. Kadarius Tony came from the New York giants last year. Tony. They got him in a trade. Yep. Oh yeah. He's, yep. he's phenomenal. They yeah, let go of he, Juju. He had a, a one-year contract last year. He got a Super yeah, Bowl ring and he went to the know, Patriots. <laughs> they don't even know Juju will make it the entire season. Apparently his knee is shit. shot mm-hmm. from what they're saying. They're saying one good hit to the knee and he's done. And then you see old my, our buddy old Chase Claypool. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be benched for the next game because he doesn't know how to block. Right. <laughs> He has no idea what he's doing in a blocking scheme. What a waste of talent you know? that guy is. He never, he never blocked for, for Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. They never put him in as a blocker. Like, you would think Chicago would know that. Like, okay, this guy's a shit blocker. Yep. You know, he just, it was run down the field and run under that ball. Was right. all he did in Pittsburgh. You <laughs> yeah, know? Well, wouldn't even run under that balls, run down the field. And then you're going to go a little overboard and make some dramatic in the air catch that you don't really need to do. <laughs> right. Right. But whenever we throw it to you over the middle, when you're wide open, no one's five yards away from you. Right. You can't catch the ball. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, you got to respect that. Like there was a lot of stuff that happened this weekend with football that you were like, that's not supposed to happen. No. You know, like the jets beating the bills on Monday. Yes. Like, and here's the thing. They just beat the Bills without Aaron Rodgers. So here's my here's my question. For as good as everybody said the Bills were, do you think that they are as good as everybody's hyping them up to be? Because they got beat by a team and their second-string quarterback. I think their defense is not as good as it used to be. However the concern that I would have as a bills fan is that offense that was supposed to be like a prolific offense. You have probably one of the best, if not, well, I would say one of the best wide receivers in Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. Yeah. I mean, and then the other guy, Greg Davis, he's actually pretty solid. I had him on, I actually drafted him this year because I had him last year for fantasy and he had a lot of catches because they usually double team Diggs, And then you need a guy who was open you so you have him you had two decent tight ends the one young kid that they got in the draft this year and then there was um i forget what the other guy's name is but they there's the Kincaid, and then there's somebody else and i can't remember who it is but oh, i forget yeah i forget yeah. the other guy yeah so they have offensive weapons i don't know if it's a line issue at this point but like allen didn't I look think... great he threw what two picks two or three picks three yeah three Oh yeah, all of the same guy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is with Buffalo is at the end of last year, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen had an issue, uh-huh. and I think it's carried over or got worse 
this year. I don't think they have the connection that they used to have. And I think it shows on the field that Josh Allen, I don't know if he doesn't trust them or if he's just mad because Stefan Diggs is vocal. Um, what that they're just not, isn't. you know, they're just not connected. <laughs> right, right. Um, hey, Antonio Brown's out there, pick him up. No, don't do that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, like they you lost to the New York Jets team that didn't have Aaron Rodgers. I think here's my thing I think that if Aaron Rodgers played that game, the New York Jets pound the piss out of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. I, I think the Jets would have squashed Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, we, you we... know, I saw this today. Aaron Rodgers played five minutes uh-huh. in that game. If he doesn't play another second for the New York Jets, he still makes $75 million. Oh, yeah, it's guaranteed. Yep. Guaranteed. Yep. Yep. He is guaranteed $75 million. I saw a video. So you're today. telling me that this man could make $75 million for five minutes worth of work. Right. I saw a video today on Facebook and it was uh it says Aaron Rodgers 2023 highlights, and it's him running out with the American flag in the beginning of the game. <laughs> like when they do and all that, you know, call and that was it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for I feel bad for Jets fans. I feel bad for him because, you know, there was this huge hype and it would have been cool to kind of see how it played out. You know, he's a little older. Does he go there and take the Jets to the next level? And and we, we won't know. And uh, who knows what next year looks like. You know what I mean? Dude, he's 40, what, 41? Mm-hmm. 41 or 42? Right. He has a complete tear of his Achilles off his left foot. Uh huh. Was it? I don't even know. Was it a non-contact or was it? Was he hit? Non-contact. Non- nope. that's, non-contact. That's even worse. <laughs> they said that his foot, right? Because they said that his foot got stuck in the turf. Okay. And when he turned to get out of the sack, is when it just like there is a video in on YouTube that they close up onto his foot. Yeah, you can watch the Achilles tendon and snap. Like you watch it just snap off, and his whole calf lifts, and his My ankle opinion. gives. <laughs> yeah, like it's nuts to watch it because you can watch his whole calf separate from it. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I, I, I know a lot of people don't really care for Rogers, and I, and it's not that I like. I don't. I don't really care for him that much. I just think the scenario in itself and what I think we were anticipating for it would have been cool to just watch it all play out. But now it's kind of like, you know. Yeah. Now who? here's the thing. Do you think the Jets stick with Zach Wilson? Or do they go out and get a quarterback? So... (laughs) There have been rumors about Kaepernick again floating out there. I can't imagine that anybody's going to sign him. That guy has not played in anywhere near enough time. Um, hey, I, I, you were saying about seeing videos. I saw a video today where it was like a big NFL announcement. It comes across the video goes, you know, the shows Colin Kaepernick. It shows it says Colin Kaepernick shows interest in the New York Jets starting quarterback position. And it goes dot dot dot. 
but the Jets show zero interest in bringing in Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> um, no, Colin Kaepernick's never going to play in the NFL again. Uh-huh. He needs to just hang up that dream. Look, I'm not a Colin Kaepernick guy. I don't think he's that good. I don't think I never thought he was that good when he played. He was a he was a a new Michael Vick to me. He threw hard. Um, just not. He as wasn't good. accurate, but he threw hard. He wasn't accurate, but he threw hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. he couldn't hit a receiver to save his life. Yeah, but, he was uh, a runner. He threw a hard he was... football. Yeah, I mean, I... yep, he was. Yeah. That man will never play in the NFL again. He's a PR nightmare. He hasn't played in years. Like people are like, "Oh man, he looked good in his practice." Yeah, how many how many people on defense were there? Yeah. Oh, none. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, you know, yeah. you know, I can get Michael out on a football field and throw a football, look phenomenal with no defense. <laughs> you know? I, I feel like um, I don't like. I feel like it's not even so much the PR nightmare of it of it all at this point because I think we're past that now. We're, you know, and mm-hmm. people people would be upset at first because he's back in the league, whatever. I think it's just the fact that he hasn't played long in in so many years. It would have been different if he was like playing in some of those other leagues, like the, you know, the USFL and or the or the you know whatever the heck I think it was USFL or like even the XFL yeah, or yeah. something like that, where you could still see okay, he still has something left in the tank, but it and Here's like you said, thing. not a great quarterback to begin with, so. No, from what I understand is he actually had interest in the XFL teams in the XFL had interest in him and he turned it down because the XFL wasn't professional. But, but you haven't played in how many years (laughs) go out there, show me you can play. Here's my thing, man. If I was the Steelers, I'm calling up the jets and going, Hey, we, uh, we have two quarterbacks back here. We have Mason Rudolph. We have Mitch Trubisky. What do you need? What yeah. do you got? <laughs> what do you get? Yeah, what what, what do you, you give me? We know what you need. You need one of right. these two guys here. Yep. What do you have that you can offer us? I, is know? Flacco still there? I don't think Flacco's still there, is he? No. No, no. he retired. I don't. Okay. I don't, or no, Flacco is in Arizona. Oh, wow. Raw quarterbacks go to die? I think. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the Steelers' retirement facility. Yeah. Or it seems like they a have seen north. Um, yeah, I thought he went to Arizona. Let's see. It's showing. Was it there. Arizona or Minnesota? Well, it's not updated, so hold on. Did Joe Flacco? So the veteran free agent quarterback is keeping his options open as the 20, 2023 oh. NFL regular season opens. So he could potentially go back Played to for the Jets. Jets before. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. And it was a weird weekend <laughs> with NFL football. Did the Steelers? Uh, Steelers. By the way, I did watch that video. It's hard. It is. You can see it, but it's hard. There was somebody on him tackling him uh number 56 floyd from Buffalo. right but nothing on his leg though yeah when he pivots he yeah he puts all his weight on that left foot and then you could see the calf just kind of go whoop (laughs) yep Yep. it rolls and gone yeah yeah so yeah Um, man the steelers steelers it that was so disappointing because even if like okay so realistically did i think they were going to win 
I wasn't sure because I knew that San Francisco had a tough defense and I knew they also had McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and this freaking Purdy kid. I He was the one thing that surprised me the most. I really expected him to come out and be, yep. like you said, on Sunday, You we expected him to be a fluke. And he was. Yep. Nope. The boy balled, man. He balled he out. He did. <laughs> he did. You know? Uh, he was smart with the ball. I mean, yeah, we got him a couple times with sacks, but, you know, really for the most matter. part, he did what he had to didn't do. Matter. So, question for you. Do you think that if the Steelers lose on Monday to the Browns, Matt Canada has a job? Oh, yeah. You think? I I, I have in the hot seat. I have never seen the Pittsburgh Steelers organization fire a coach in the season. Now, what's Todd Haley doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Ben's gone. You guys, you don't have to worry about getting along with him anymore. <laughs> you bring Haley back now. Yeah, you bring yeah. Haley back. Ben's gone. At least yeah, his. At this uh, point, I'd have. I'd take Haley back. At least his wide receiver screens were effective. You know. <laughs> yeah, let's do a jet sweep. Yeah. Man, I, I don't, I don't think they will. However, I, I feel like they're going to need to. I know, you know, multiple. There were multiple reports about players, and you know, saying that they were not happy with the the offense. Um, yeah. uh, I know Pickens was already calling out Pickett. Uh, you know, on Twitter or something like that boy is another antonio brown yep yep 100 and if if tomlin doesn't taller. get him under control <laughs> right if tomlin doesn't get him out of control he's going to be another antonio brown yeah right or that's like the a... problem with tomlin tomlin has zero control over his locker room yeah he has no control over that locker room he has I don't know, man, what he's what he's thinking. I don't know what like if he's relying on the veterans to step up and take care of the locker room, but he's got to get control over that locker room one way or the other because Pickens talking about Pickett after the first game, not good. Right. Not good. And then yeah. Deontay Johnson's out now. Yeah. Um I don't we well we lost him and we lost Cam and who knows how long Cam will be out. Uh he's older, so he's gonna take longer to, to you know kind of get right and well, they were know. talking about in in um getting JJ Watt maybe. So I, I did hear that that you know there's reports of him saying he regrets not signing with Pittsburgh to play with his brothers, um, mm-hmm. especially to play with TJ. Uh, and you know, he, he's working the desk right now. You know, he's on, I think one of, I think it's CBS or I believe it's CBS Mm -hmm. as like a, you know, reporter or analyst. We'll see. I mean, you know, he could easily say, Hey, I'm going to go back and, and, you know, play a year with my brother. Does he fit in that sense though? Because he, he was more of an edge runner. He wasn't really right. a, a middle guy. Could he do it at this age? I think so because he's still a big dude. He's what six seven, six eight, six seven, six six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he could do but, it. I I don't know. 
I just, I think, like you said, he was an edge runner. He wasn't in the middle like that. Right. Um, I just, and he's injury prone. I mean, so yeah. do you put him in the middle, let him get banged up? Cause he's going to get banged up, you know? So, or do you, um, do you move um, Highsmith? Younger guy, put him in, put him in the middle, put JJ on the end. So there's a couple different guys that are options there because now we have, so we have Keanu Neal, right? You have um, DeMarvin Leal. So Keanu Neal, DeMarvin Leal. <laughs> um, oh, no, wait, I'm sorry. Not Keanu Neal, Keanu Benton. He's a rookie. And DeMar- okay. DeMarvin Leal. And then you have uh, Martavius Adams and Loudermilk. So I don't mind the the Highsmith move. Do you then put Nick Herbig in on plays to have him rush on the opposite side of TJ Watt? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and don't forget Ogunjobi, too. You still got Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah. You know who is available right now, free agent that they could pick up? Huh. In Dominic and Sue. Really? Yep. I mean, Dominic Sue is out there. That guy's played that He's position his whole career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that would be interesting. I don't know how I would feel about it just because I, with him in general, he's always been like a very, um, dirty player. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess dirty is a good word for it, but I think player. he gets, he gets so into his position. He gets into what he wants to do and he's, he's been known to, you know, stomp on people. And <laughs> I just don't know if he is a Steelers type player because we typically don't have guys like that, even though people have said in right. the past, a few of our players have played dirty like James Harrison and whatever, but come on. I mean, we're not, they weren't as blatant with it as I think. They weren't stomping know. on a guy's groin as he was Ex- getting up. Exactly. <laughs> and he did yeah. it multiple times. Groin knees, yeah. ankles. He does it all the yeah. time. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think we should have ever got rid of Javon Hartman. No, I agree. They should have found a way to sign him because he yeah. is and I, it surprises me he, he has moved around as much as he mm-hmm. has, you know, because he was always player. solid. Right. Not didn't get it didn't get hurt very often. He got hurt that one year with Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, but never really got hurt. You know why we didn't re-sign him, Ben? Because mm. of money. No, uh, well, yeah. Well, you know, so I don't know. It was a you, tough game. You, do you think the Steelers showed who they really are? Or do you think they had an off week? I think I think that. Man, I don't know. I really, I mean, I think like they, this isn't the team that they should be. And I think that they're right. going to get better, but it wasn't, it wasn't just off. It was really off. Like Pickett was not it wasn't accurate. There was a couple plays here and there that they didn't make. Right. Just stuff like our run game was horrendous. We had 41 total yards rushing. I'm telling you now, and I said this last year, and I said it the year before, Najee Harris is not our guy no he's not he physically 
he is a beast. Skills-wise, he is not there at all. Um, I think that Warren will take over his starting job before the end of the year. Oh, I agree. But I, you know, he, he wasn't much better. You know, he at least Harris averaged five point two yards per game last game. You know, Warren only had three carries. Don't get me wrong. But he only say, averaged he didn't two have that yards. Many plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, I you know, I think Harris has potential, but he he wants to be this cut runner and he's a North and South guy, like give him the ball, give him a hole and then go. That's, you know, he's not fast. He'll run over a few people go. Warren on the other hand is a cut guy. Like he can make a cut and then boom, like hit a burst of speed and go. Right. I I don't know. It's, (laughs) they did use Warren more in the passing game. They gave him five, five catches for 12 yards. That's really not that great. (laughs) No, no, so, I don't know. It was um, it just wasn't a good they, game. If they lose, right? If they again next week, if the candidate is still there, I think if they lose three in a row. There, he's done. I could see them losing to the Browns only because, again, I you know, well, so typically though we do play well on a Monday night. So, and coming off of this loss, they p- potentially could be kind of in a redemption mode. Um, but it, the, the, the possibility of them losing is definitely there because the Browns offense is pretty solid. You know, they, you know, Deshaun Watson, even though he now has had some time to play, had some time to get himself reacclimated in the role with the team. He, you know, not to mention you have one, if not the, one of the best running backs in the league with Nick Chubb. And then you got some decent receivers, you know, (laughs) so. Yeah, you have that tight end. Who's the tight end? Uh, David Njoku. 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 Yeah, yeah, I have him on both of my fantasy teams. He did nothing for me but last he is time. A beast. But... <laughs> yeah, he's a beast. I mean, he is a beast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we usually yeah, get like eaten up by Browns, tight ends. The Browns so. are always tough game. Yeah. So. And the defense, I think, has gotten better. Although I don't think Miles Garrett is anybody, anyone near uh, T.J. Watt's status, even though everybody seems to think he is. Dude, in Madden, Miles Garrett has scored higher than T.J. Watt. Yeah, how many um, players of the year has he won? <laughs> right, right. Um. So who do you, after week one? Let's let's do a overreact week one. Well, I think I think After our draft won. is about to start. Let me Uh-oh. check. Let me see. Nope, still saying <laughs> fifteen. Still says midnight. <laughs> what if we let it auto draft and just get... <laughs> let's do an auto draft? Since it's just the two of us, yeah, we could do an auto draft just to see who the, who it says. And go from there. I'm just trying to see. I have a different fantasy football app on my phone. Yeah, I've used ESPN too, but I figured I I've always I had success ESPN. with this one. And... Yeah. No, I don't Let have ESPN. Do. I Let thought I had Yahoo. different. Yeah, I thought I had a different fantasy football one on here. 
Yeah, NFL Fantasy. Hold on. Let me try this out real quick. Oh, of course it needs updated. <laughs> well, go ahead. I mean, we got time. Of course you need updated. We're still talking. We're still talking. Yeah, we got time. We got time. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, um, so you were saying like... So who if- do you think... Right, like overreacting, who right now is a front runner to make it to the Super Bowl? That you that that hasn't talked about. I mean, if I'm being honest, uh, I feel like San Francisco is still that could be one of those teams because they've they've consistently been in the conversation for the past couple seasons, but um just for some reason just couldn't get I think it was quarterback play and then you know they didn't really have a running back until they got McCaffrey last year and then this year it seems like everything's kind of coming together for them so uh you know their their hype seems to be real with the way that they just beat us down (laughs) right what about what what about about the Cowboys I think I'm losing you, Jude. Is there? Oh, bye. <laughs> Jude went by, everybody. I'm still here, though, recording live and well. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, while he's on his way back, the Niners so far kind of holding up their end of the deal. You're back. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, so, picking up where I left off, um, what do you think about the Cowboys? Uh, so, I think that, the you know, it's funny. In, and, you know, if, if you know football, you know that the owners of the Giants, the Maras, and the Roonies, are very close. They've actually have, you know, family members that have married. So they are kind of like right. extended family. Right. And they both own NFL franchises and we both had horrendous first weeks. Now, granted, we had a little bit better of a first week than the giants did because they didn't score at all. The Giants, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think Matt Jones is that great. So, and here's the thing about Dallas. They have, these good games here and there, they show up for some reason and, and they look good. Um, and then they fall apart at some point. So right. I don't know how much weight I can put on them. Did they look good in that game? Clearly they look good in that game. I don't know if that will continue throughout the season though. If you look at Dak Prescott's stats for that game, they're horrible. Yeah. They're absolutely horrible. Um, I think that the defense showed up. Um, and I don't think it's anything more than that. I don't think it was the offense. I think it was the defense. Oh, um, yeah. but I don't, you know, I do not think that, uh, the Dallas Cowboys will be anything special this year. I yeah. really don't. I mean, look, defense wins championships, but it can't hold you up the whole season you're you were right about Prescott he was 13 for 24 143 yards now he didn't turn the ball over 
um, as far as interceptions or anything goes, but he did, uh, he didn't, but he also didn't throw any, (laughs) throw any touchdowns. So clearly it was the Dallas defense that, that carried that because Tony Pollard, uh, who is now their, their number one, number one running back. He did have two touchdowns. And then there was a guy, Cavante Turpin. He had a touchdown as well. Um, they were all a lot of rushes. I mean, it, overall, their offense wasn't great, though. 143 yards passing, no touchdowns, no interceptions. But um, they did have three rushing touchdowns, but only 122 yards rushing. So Tony Pollard was okay. 14 rushes for 70 yards. I think the 100-yard rushers are, are few and far between anymore. Like you had Christian McCaffrey, who just had a monster game against us. But that's not something that happens very often. They have like these running back by committee situations now where it's split up for everybody. Right, right. Um, I just, I think Dallas, for Dallas defense, Micah Parsons is just a beast mm-hmm. on that. Correct. Um, Penn Stater. Yep. Former Penn Stater, um, but I don't. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are anything special. I really don't. Like, mm-hmm. like people are all overreacting just because they stomped the Giants with a Mac Jones that I never thought that he was a starting quarterback in the NFL. I think he got lucky whenever he was in there. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, he had two picks, only yeah. 103 yards passing. They finally put in Tyrod Taylor at the end, so that they didn't get him killed. Um, Saquon Barkley had 12 rushes for 51 yards. Daniel Jones had 13 for 43. So he's running for his life most of the night. But like, even right. Like Saquon didn't even have like a hundred yards combined and they, he held out and they gave him all that. They gave him money. Now don't get me wrong. Saquon Barkley fan, you know, but, uh, yeah. Running backs are not like they used to be, you know, Saquon Barkley for me, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's he reminds me of a Barry Sanders. Phenomenal talent, phenomenal player. Yeah, but the team that he has around him just not. Yeah. I don't know what he needs, you know. I don't even I wouldn't even put him there. I might put him at like a well no. I mean that's just it. There I don't even know who to compare him to because at least Barry Sanders was getting yards. You know what I mean? Like he was getting yards, he was getting touchdowns. Saquon is really not right. doing that. Now I understand you have to have a good quarterback, there has to be better receivers, but can you name a receiver on a team for Detroit whenever Barry Sanders was a, a rusher and he was in the league? I can't. No. <laughs> I can't. No. I mean, I'm sure if I heard a name, I'd be like, oh yeah, him. But you know, I you know, it's not like it's somebody that sticks out. Uh and Saquon's not doing the same I thing. I can't even think of anybody. No. Yeah, I can't yeah. even think of anybody that they had. No. So I don't know. I he is not transitioned well to the NFL. Could he have? Yes, but I don't know if it's just not utilizing correctly. He did get injured a lot in the last few seasons. Um, so I don't know if that's part of it. Uh, but his holdout 
to me was like, what have you done for me? You know, last season, I don't even know what he did last season. I mean, maybe he had a thousand yards rushing. I don't know, but yeah, he got, I was just going to say, I can't imagine coming into the season where, you know, it's going to be Najee Harris's turn that he does that to the Steelers. He's going to be like, for what? You know, or here's the thing. If he holds out, if he holds out for the Steelers, they're not gonna. They're not gonna give in to him. Look what they did with Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, is that is that just it? Or a thousand yard seasons acceptable now? You know, what I mean, okay, so he can carry the ball this many times, and and he's you know the the lead lead guy with the, getting the ball in his hands, but he only got a thousand yards. <laughs> We're okay with that, you know. <laughs> well, I think the thing is though now a thousand yard. Um, Thousand yards rushing is big because you're in a passing league now. Mm-hmm. You know the NFL; it, that's a passing league now. Um, yeah, I think it. I I think a thousand yard rusher is is big now. You know, um, you got to look at it this way too. From like whenever Jerome Bettis played. The, the defensive backs and stuff like that, they weren't what they are now, you know? Right. Um, you had a few I out think there. You had a few, but nothing like it is now, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah. I think to be a thousand yard rusher is special. Now, here's my thing with that being a thousand yard rusher. You can be a thousand yard rusher and play in a shit league. Right. I think the only reason, the only way a thousand yard rusher is special is if you have a thousand yard rusher and then you have a thousand yard receiver or, or two receivers that are close to a thousand yards. You know, I think that if you just have a thousand yard rusher and your team is shit, that's different, you know? Yeah, I could agree with you on that. Um, by the way, uh, currently the Vikings and the Eagles are playing, and the Vikings are up seven to three into the second quarter. Oh wow! Um, yeah, um, I feel like the Eagles game last week was a little. Eh, they were underwhelming. Uh, you know. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, the Eagles they are were... driving and look like they're getting ready to score. So we'll see, but. I haven't, I haven't I'm still trying to get into this to, to <laughs> get us to draft. Um, it won't let me for some reason. Do you so? Oh, well, I, I had I went and had a conversation ahead. on a podcast with uh, a friend of mine. Um, and we talked the NFL. Now, unfortunately, my audio was crap, but <laughs> that was <laughs> I just didn't realize when we were recording. But we were talking about teams that are potentially going to be going back to the Super Bowl, like or, you know, repeat players. Now, both of those teams, even though the Eagles did win last week, it wasn't a great win. Um, they kind of pulled it out by the skin of their teeth. Um, and they're, you know, they're 
look like they might go up now on the the Minnesota Vikings going into halftime, but the Eagles look like they may not be as impressive. Kansas City was a dud, you know, in their first game. Right. You know, now granted it's week one. So are any of these teams really where they should be or who they what is this any of their actual personalities? Because if you if you scroll down and look through who won and who didn't, there's a lot of like, oh what? You know, <laughs> they actually like Tampa Bay with Baker right. Mayfield and end up winning. <laughs> they beat they beat the Vikings. <laughs> um I think that a lot of the teams that are supposed to be elite aren't anymore. Yeah. Because the league, because like, again, the league has changed. Players have changed. Um, And I think the other thing is, is the NFL has turned off. Um, to where the, I understand you want to protect the players. But I think the players are afraid to play the game, you yes. know, in fear of I'm going to get a flag or I'm going to get fined or, you know, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. So I think that the players themselves are afraid, are afraid, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, nobody knows really what the rules are anymore. Like you can do this, but you can't do that. And nobody understands how they can properly tackle and what looks clean and what doesn't. And they use replay for all these different things, but sometimes they don't use it for the things they should be using it for. Like, was it a clean hit kind of thing? Or, you know, um, I don't know. It's, I still love football. Don't get me wrong. I love watching NFL football because it is exciting. And, you know, yes, I don't, I don't care. Like I hated when it was like, you know, 13 to seven games. And that's been the Steelers MO for a very long time. It's very rare that we were putting up these huge numbers. You know what I mean? Um, I remember what, there were two back-to-back games that I can remember Ben having where they put up like 40 some points. He had like five touchdowns in both games. One was against Indianapolis. And I right. want to say the other was against maybe Baltimore. Um they were like back to back though, but it's, that's not what we usually are. I enjoy watching it when it's a little more high scoring. Now <laughs> I am t- the typical fan as a Steeler fan. I love it when they come out and they destroy a team. Like if that happens, I'm like, this was a great game to watch. Low stress. <laughs> we scored a lot of points. Super right, happy. Right. A lot of reasons to cheer. I will take a win where it's only by a touchdown or by a field goal or by one or two points. However, I don't know if my heart can do it. And then losses, I just completely shut down. Like, I don't even care anymore. Like, I mean, I care, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I don't even know what, what, like, what am I doing? Why, why am I getting someone involved in this? Cause this is, this is what they're giving me. <laughs> right. Right. What? Well, and, and the thing is, is. The game, the game itself. Um, and don't join that league. It's all messed up. Don't let me do anything. Uh, <laughs> I said, yeah, don't join that. Um, it just, with all the changes in the game, and I, 
I love college football. Yeah. Um, I don't like that there's different roles from college to professional. Like I, I agree. I I don't like that. Like if you're like college football, you only need one foot in bounds to make an illegal catch. Mm-hmm. I think that's bullshit. I think it yeah. should be two feet, you know, because you have a lot of these players that they go into the NFL and then they have to adjust, you know, out of that. But I mean, as far, as far as the NFL today, from what we grew up with, it's a totally different game. Totally 100%. different game. <laughs> um, other than baseball, like, hate, you can say that I about pretty much games. every sport. <laughs> right, right. Baseball, we, we're going to put a pitch clock in here because people don't like the game of baseball anymore. Yeah. It's drawn out too long. You know, same thing with the NFL. The NFL is like, you know, well, we don't want to, we don't want to hurt the players. We don't want the players to get injured. Um, we don't want the players to do this or do that or anything like this or that, or we're going to find you if you do this or that and let them play. I understand you want to, you want to protect the players, but these players are getting hurt more often now because of the new, because of the roles and, and having to play a certain way that, you know, is putting them in danger. Right. You know, so like a running back coming in and, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to lower my head because I know he can't lower his head, you know, and then the running back gets hurt because he's lowered his head and now his spine's all messed up, you know, Mm -hmm. or you have these quarterbacks, you're not allowed to hit the quarterback, don't hit the quarterback. And then if the quarterback's out of the pocket though, and he's running down the field, you can kill him pretty much, you know? So the game, the game itself, I think, has gotten too soft. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's just not it, – it, there's a lot of games – and I think this is why you're going into a passing league now instead of a running league because the running backs, you don't put your head down. You put right. your head down, you lead with your helmet, you're going to get a penalty. Or, you know, it, it just – that's why it's going to a passing league because it's easier to pass the ball down the field than it is to potentially get a penalty for your running back running. Mm-hmm. Like, what – back in the day of the NFL, how many elite running backs were there? Elite running backs. A lot. You know, you got LaDainian Tomlinson, Tiki Barber, Jerome Bettis, Willie Parker was in that. Mm. Um, who else do we have? I mean, you're talking, that's um, even like early Emmett 2000s. Smith. But yeah, think about like the 90s with Emmett right. Smith and Barry Sanders. And, you know, um, yeah, who was the guy? Rick, well, Ricky Waters in San Francisco. and Ricky Waters. Who, who I was the guy for the, guy. The, the Browns? The big, big running back for the Browns. Oh, Uh, um, I don't remember. Allstott or not? No, Allstott was um, uh, Chiefs, Tampa. wasn't he? Yeah, he was in Tampa. Tampa, Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah. right. I think you're. Um, I know who you're. But now, like thinking he, about, but he was on the cover of Madden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Uh, Peyton. He was a Madden cover. Hillis. You know Peyton what? Hillis. Josh Allen was on the cover of Madden this year. Hillis. Yes. Yeah. Um. 
Josh Allen was on the cover of Madden this year and he lost in week one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just saying. He didn't get injured though. Um, That's usually the MO is that they get injured. They get hurt. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, like to, in today's NFL, who are your elite running backs in today's NFL? Elite running backs. Alvin Kamara. And even now Nick he's Chubb. probably not what he used to Alvin, be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's. Yeah. I mean, Nick Chubb's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, definitely. Um, who else do you have, though? Barkley. Is he, though? Uh, I mean, his numbers don't but, say that. Right. Me. His numbers don't say it. Yeah. But there's uh, no there's no elite running backs right now. Yeah. It really isn't. You know, that I can think of. You know, even um, Henry from the Titans hasn't really done anything. I mean, you he's know, he's he's getting he was older. Elite before, yeah, he's getting older. Right. He's a big guy. He has he's now, a contact guy. You know, how many elite receivers are there in the NFL? Oh yeah, you know That's what I mean. Cool. You got a ton of them in the NFL. Yeah, how many elite quarterbacks do you have in the NFL right now? Right. You know, so I think that's just showing the change in the in the game, and it's no longer a. You know, man, I'm watching the NFL game to see who gets their asses handed to them because so-and-so is going to run over them. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I'm going to watch this because so-and-so is going to get 300 passing yards. It's not the same league. It's right. not the same. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't disagree the, with you. Uh, I mean, I definitely feel like it's it's completely different than what it used to be. And I don't disagree with protecting the players. Um, however, mm-hmm. I also feel like there needs to be a better understanding of what that is. You know, is it changing how they have to hit somebody or is it just continuing to develop and, you know, really find equipment that will protect the player, you know, as opposed right. to, you know, well, you, you can't hit him this way. And You know, one sport that hasn't changed the way that they play hockey. Yeah, very true. They're hockey. You know, they still pound the piss out of each other and it's like, okay. Although <laughs> I I don't I don't know if it's rule changes that have done it, but I feel like like top tier goalies are hard to come by anymore. You don't have your Patrick Waz out there in the world. Even flurries when they when he was at its top of his game, like you know, we were looking at two one, three one kind of hockey games, and, and now you don't see that. You you know, these guys are like baseball scores. Six five, yeah, seven to seven or seven to four, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll, they'll be like, like crazy. Oh, it was a six five game, and you know, Las Vegas's goalie played outstanding. It's like, did he? <laughs> like, yeah, but did he? He, he? he allowed five goals, right? You know? <laughs> but he had like two yeah. great saves, you know, <laughs> right? But now, like the NFL, and and you have to protect the players. You have yes. to, uh, because you have too many guys that with the CTE and. You know, um, it, it's a horrible disease and guys are going nuts and, you know, you got to protect the players. But yes. like you said, though, protect them by making equipment better. Like NASCAR. NASCAR has made leaps and bounds in safety for the drivers. Like you see these cars go airborne in, in the air and roll and everything like that. And all of a sudden, you know, Jimmy Joe Bob gets out of the driver's seat. And is like, y'all see that? Yeah, and walks down to you know because yeah. of all the safety measures they've made in the cars, right? You can do the same thing in NFL with their equipment, you can do the same thing, you know. So, 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I mean, you could see if you watch, like, I think we were commenting about it on this Sunday is like some of the helmets are just, you could tell that they're, they're starting to take like Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, fine. If that's the way, you know, that's what you got to do. I mean, you know, I think any sport that you look at, there's going to be a significant difference in from the time that they played you know, like I'm sure players in the sixties and seventies look at the players in the eighties and nineties and go, Oh, they have it so easy, you know, because like it was fair game, you know, in the beginning <laughs> of the NFL. I mean, Oh my was... God. Yeah. Like who was it? Who was the player? Oh, Deacon Jones mm-hmm. played for the Rams. He is the one that they, they banned the elbows to the head. Yeah. Because he wore those. If you look at pictures of Deacon Jones, he wore pads from his elbow to his wrist, thick pads, because when he came off the line, he'd swing like a clothesline, take your head off, right, just to get to the quarterback, right. You know, so they made the, the Deacon rule to where you can't do that anymore. There, and then who is the other player that, that have some rules? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, um, I want to say John I forget no, no. who it was, but everything stuck to him. Yeah. Mel, Mel of how much stick he had on him. Yeah. Yes. Mel, no, there was another player. I forget the name of the one player that they showed a picture of him here recently. Um, While you're looking that up, yeah, but it, Mel Blunt is the reason Luster that they Hayes. have the, the, they can't like touch them until about five yards because he used to like hand check them before they had yeah, the whole way. <laughs> right. Um, it was Lester Hayes. Yeah. And they have a picture of his hands. He would put, <laughs> so he would put stick them from his neck to his ankles like, I don't know if you could see that. Wow. Like, doesn't even hold that cup. That's crazy. <laughs> he put it. Oh, wait, look at this. That's him putting it on his socks. <laughs> like, he put that much sticking them on him. That's crazy. But he's, he is the reason why sticking was banned in the NFL. Right. Because they said that he could literally just put his hand up. And if the ball hit any part of his arm or anything like that, it just stuck. It stuck to him. <laughs> like that's crazy. What was the? You know, what was the the movie? Was it the the um, replacements where he put the stickum in his hands and he's like he couldn't get his hands apart. <laughs> he couldn't get his hands apart. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, that was all because of him. But yeah, like the NFL, it the game's not. It's still. Don't get me wrong. I still love football. Yeah, love football. It's just not the same though. No. Like it, it, the games aren't the same. Uh, the players aren't the same. No. And, and I understand people are going to be like, "Oh, you're I'm so goddamn old." Yeah, I am old. Okay. Yeah. One. Uh, number two, the NFL that I grew up with was a lot more fun to watch than the NFL that you're watching mm-hmm. now. You know. So. I think some of my yeah. biggest issues with the NFL, especially with players is it's not the fact that they're celebrating it's they're celebrating every single thing 
I caught a ball. Everything. And then they're they're like jumping up and down like they just won won the Super Bowl or got a touchdown. It's like, come on, man. Yeah, they won the game and they're five minutes in. Right. You know? Or somebody deflects a ball like a corner and they get up and they're just, you know, they're... <laughs> like, oh, cool. You right. did your job. Remember, nice. Remember, nice. <laughs> right. Remember the game that the, the Steelers needed to win in order to make it to the playoffs and Chase Claypool catches a ball for a first down. And is celebrating with less than a minute left. Yep. Moron. Yep. (laughs) That was the COVID year. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's where he's celebrating that he got a first down and they're like, hey, bud, you know, they're trying to get him to the line to hike or to spike the ball. And he's celebrating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they do. They celebrate everything. Every little (laughs) thing, you know? Um, I mean... Look, I get it. If it's yeah. a if it's a big first down, if it's a touchdown, if it's you know a turnover, great. Then please celebrate because you deserve it. You just you did something that helped your team. Right. If it's a five yard pass, or if it's if you're at the twenty at the other side and you you catch a pass at the forty in the great. It was a long pass, but you caught the ball. You didn't you didn't score yet. You right. still haven't even crossed the fifty. You know, no. <laughs> you caught the ball. You did your job. Yeah. Right. Or okay. whenever like, Pat Fryermuth scored the other day, and he does that whole like, you know, oh, he's dabbing and everything like that, bro. You're down by three touchdowns. I'm right like, now. what the? What's the point of that? That should that's nothing. Right. You've done nothing so far. You you've done what you should have done in the beginning of the game. <laughs> right, you're still losing by a bunch of points, bud. Right, you know, you're over here dabbing and and you're down by two scores. Right, you know, and just. Yeah, 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 and then some of the some of the celebrations that they're doing, it's just like, come on, you know. So, jump yeah. into the stands, celebrate with the fans, and then get get your happy ass back to the sideline. Exactly, you know, it's too much. So, <laughs> it is, it is, and like I said, that's part of the you know, it it's changed. And just not, like I said, not the same. Not right. the same. So. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And we're not going to go back to anything. Like, they're not going to take rules away. You know? oh, God, no, it's not going to change. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, it's only going to get worse. I, I mean, I hope um, not. I hope that they figure out a happy medium, because otherwise, you're right. It's, it's going to be flag football at some point is what it's going to be. Because, you know, the, the other part of this, too, is that, the players themselves are, you know, kind of okay with these changes. Now, some players will be like, I don't know if I can hit somebody or if I can't, but then you have others that are fine. They seem to be okay with these changes because they are being protected and they're still getting millions of dollars. So, you know, Oh, I'm going to get hit less or less dirty. The stress, the stress on your, on your body is going down but the pay that you're getting is going up, you know, like Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow getting two, what was it? 250 million. Right. And he, he played in week one and sucked. Yeah. It, you know? it, he did not look good at all. I mean, you know, but he didn't look any better than Kenny Pickett did other than he didn't throw a touchdown. Right. Right. <laughs> but you got to look at it this way though, too, is these players, they're getting all this guaranteed money and they don't realize that they're hurting their team. 
mm-hmm. because now the team can't sign certain players back. Right. Exactly. You know, so now how much are you worried about the team as you are worried about your wallet? Yes. Like which one makes which which one is more concerning to you? You know, we, for Joe Burrow to get all that money, Joe Burrow needs to understand that he's not going to get a top-notch uh defense or offense. Yeah. Because he well, can't afford it. What what he's gonna end what they're gonna end up doing is probably the the Tom Brady effect, right? Where they're gonna continue to they'll they've given him his big contract, they'll work with him to, well, what if you take less, but we'll just extend your money out. You know, so even when you're done playing with us and you retire, you're still going to be getting paid from us. You know, it, he'll get a Barry Bonds Bobby contract. Bonilla, or, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah Bobby Bonilla. Uh, 1.17 million until 2035. Right. Or something like that. Right. Yeah. It, but, like, but here's the thing, though, with that, you know, oh, we'll, we'll get these players in here, but we'll extend your contract. We'll get these players in here and extend your contract. In a lot of instances, that doesn't work, you know, because you can only bring in so many players, you know, and it, and at the end of the day, who are you actually thinking about? Are you thinking about yourself or are you thinking about the team? Yeah. You know, I, I think teams are maybe yeah. misunderstanding or, well, they think, okay, well, we're going to do this now. Right. So it's a win now frame of mind but their window of opportunity mm-hmm. is smaller because like you said, right. When it comes to the fact that they need to resign Jamar chase T Higgins and Boyd. Well, you better figure out who you want because you're signing one of those three, right? They're signing one of those three right and now. Jamar chase is not going to be, I don't think it's Jamar chase ain't coming back there. I, well, I think but they'll bring him look at it this way. You got to look at it this way though, too. With these players, you know, you don't, it's a passing league. We all know that now. It's a passing league. So if you consider yourself a elite running back and they go, hey, we can't give you your money, where are you get that money? You know, you don't yeah. have the team. Teams aren't going to shell out the money for that. Right. And the thing is, and, and this is where the NFL has changed again, is it's no longer about the team winning the Super Bowl or winning the championship. It's, hey, we have this stud player that you're going to come and see, or we have yeah. this stud player that you're going to come and see. You know, it's kind of like, and I don't mean to pick on you, but the Yankees. Oh, no, you're right. You know, I mean, the I Yankees completely are, agree. You know, it's you're getting these players that they're coming to see. Like, they're coming to see Aaron Judge, mm-hmm. you know, it's no longer about a championship. It's well, I got to see Aaron Judge. Yeah. There's you know, there's no problem with having your big star player, but you have to know your puzzle pieces too. And most right. general managers in it in it, baseball and in football are missing that. Because like you said, I right. think it's it's a coming attraction. Who's who's gonna be there this year? You know, TJ Watt's awesome. I think that was a great signing he proves himself consistently. He had a bad year last year. Right. Wasn't really that bad. Not really because he was out for an injury. That's the bad part about it, right. but he's been consistent. Otherwise Minka Fitzpatrick. I like Minka. Um, I think he is a difference maker, kind of a football player. I don't know if I'm seeing Absolutely. enough of him yet. Right. 
get that first season we had him, he like blew up and like we, you know, picking people off left and right. And then they, I think they changed how they utilized him. Mm-hmm. I, I feel we are in a very short window of opportunity when it comes to our defense and, and potentially getting somewhere because it has to be that perfect storm, right? You have to know, okay, my offense can hold it down and my defense is going to shut people down. And right now, offensively, we're, we're not there now. Granted our defense did not do a great job, but we also didn't have good field position. You know, the San Francisco had really good field position most of the game. And our thing is, though, is our defense just they don't adjust. And there you have it, everybody. Part one of Football's Back WTF. Yeah, let me tell you. Okay, so we, you know, we start digging into the first week here. You know, we had talked about doing an episode like this a couple weeks ago. Unfortunately, life got in the way, right? So we talk about that in the in this episode a little bit, just about how things kind of happen. Um, a majority of the beginning of it is just kind of working through what those things look like and uh, going off on a tangent on a few things. Surprise! Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know what? Honestly, we we dig into you know the Steelers' loss. We talk about Week One losses, surprises. Uh, you know, we're all over the place with this thing. Let's let's be honest. I mean, it's we not only talk about football, we talk about some other sports as well. Uh, just kind of throw them in there to compare, compare and contrast, if you may. Um, so we we cover a lot of ground. We but we ultimately by the the end of this thing, you'll hear our picks for the Super Bowl, um, and uh, you know, kind of where we feel like things are going. If Week One was just a fluke for a majority of the teams and which teams maybe it wasn't a fluke for and are we concerned as Steeler fans my answer is yes <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean you know we we have probably wanted to do an NFL episode for a while um, Jude and I are huge football fans unfortunately when when Joe was on the show um, he wasn't much of a football guy so uh, we didn't really talk about it too much. We tried to stick with things that we were all familiar with. I think the only thing that maybe we went off the off the table with that um, I'm not overly familiar with would have been wrestling, but I knew it was itching at them to get one in there, and uh, it was a pretty good episode, I thought. So um, Jude and I are here. We're taking the reins of the show at this moment, and uh, we're talking football because we enjoy it. We love football. We really, we really enjoy, you know, just kind of digging in and, and talking about it. Now, we did talk about the draft. <laughs> Unfortunately, Yahoo apparently only allows you to do up to, you can only do no less than four teams. So June and I will probably be splitting two teams apiece. And, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to see how it all plays out. And we're going to do our first annual fantasy football league with just Jude and I to see where we end up by the end of the season then we have that wonderful trophy that uh that um it's either on gonna be on this episode I don't uh, once I get it onto YouTube um you'll be able to see it there but it, it's old school it's old school we're gonna put a beards and bros um decal on it and uh we'll have fun with it and then next season hopefully we can get uh some more people involved it'll be fun man we'll we'll travel the trophy somewhere I mean I, I don't I don't have a problem with paying for some uh you know some postage if you don't live in the area that's that's fine let us know um <clears throat> the only thing is is once you get it then you got to mail it back to us uh, or to the next winner so uh you know over the next few seasons we'll see how that goes but it, i think it'll be a lot of fun um so i hope we'll get that situated then i'll post those on the facebook page but thank you guys for listening remember to share this episode get it out there let people know and um you know stay tuned because next week 
we'll kind of wrap everything up and you know kind of just talk about where we think it's where it's all heading um is the nfl what it used to be no you know we kind of talk about that a lot um uh, yeah we get on you know we get on our porch and tell you to get off our nfl lawn and <laughs> you know it, it's just fun it's it was fun to talk about so uh we hope you guys enjoy the episode and then we'll see you next week thanks again on behalf of jude and myself tim have a good one and we'll talk to you soon Thank you.